Hello everyone and welcome back to Brace for Reality and Jump for Certainty. We have officially touched down in Hyderabad. Um, apologies for the raspy voice. I think we've all been doing a lot of communicating, screaming and shouting, but I'm joined with my fellow hosts today. Please say hello. 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 How's everybody doing today? Doing great, amazing experience in Hyderabad so far. Yeah, have to back that up. Really, really been a crazy trip so far. <laughs> As you can hear. <laughs> <laughs> to be quite frank, we've actually been here for Charlotte, like how long? Like at least two, two weeks. weeks. Yeah. It's been quite wild to say the least. I think that we've been so busy um, just being immersed and taking in everything and all the impressions and adjusting that we haven't really found the time to do this earlier. I think that we have a lot of insight that we'd like to share now that we've been solidly two weeks in. Nilo, how would you say that you're feeling? Are you completely adjusted now or? I don't think that I would ever be completely adjusted. However, gotten used to some of the chaos, right? There's a lot of things happening simultaneously. Wherever you look, there's just something happening, right? And is that's probably the best that I can describe it. Because it might be maybe stray dogs, it may be the traffic. It, it's just so many things going on at once. But maybe I've got a bit used to it by now. How would you say, Charlotte, your expectation kind of like as you were getting on the flight to... India and now that it's been two weeks in how has this feeling or perception changed? When I landed the first day it was definitely a bit complicated to adapt. Uh, I was not so used to as Nilo said all of these different things happening all this traffic etc. Honestly didn't know what to expect. You hear a lot of everything when you go to India so and I really am extremely happy about how this all of this turned out because I feel like I almost integrated here and I really almost want to feel like <laughs> I'm I not going home. <laughs> I, I honestly would love to stay like uh, one more month or something because I feel like now that I'm really getting used to like this pace and stuff, it does take a little bit of time and it's a complete different pace from home. So that's uh, really, really nice. And yeah, I'd say that this is definitely like one of the things that I didn't realize before coming here was how to manage time. And I still mm. am navigating this, I would say, because exactly That's as we one. said. Well, look at us two weeks late with our uh, third podcast, but exactly. it's been it's been wild. Right. I think I have to just say that yeah. that's something that really struck out over these couple of weeks that we've been here is that how much time do tasks take individual tasks? For example, in, in the transport itself, how long the commute, the length of the commute may vary day to day, even if it's mm. the same same trip, right? So those are kind of the things that I've been finding uh, challenging I think, yeah. because yeah, I think the, the way of life yeah. is just completely different to Copenhagen in a yeah. sense of what Nilo was saying. I think we're spending a lot of time traveling every day in itself. I think people are operating on a different schedule in India. Exactly. And I think as Danes, for people that don't know in Denmark, I mean, people are scheduling you for the Christmas dinner six months in advance. <laughs> it is like, do not tell me that we're going out this weekend unless it's scheduled in the calendar two weeks before. I mean, we're so overly structured in that sense. And then coming to India, I mean, Nilo, you can share our experiences with work. I mean, we get meetings 
sprung on us within two minutes or things right. get cancelled. Right. What we've experienced so far at the company, even on a personal level, I've found it very interesting in a way that meetings are just tossed around. They might be scheduled in three minutes. They might be overlapping calls. And that's what I've felt in the work culture itself as well from the co-employees is that you might be on two calls at the same time. A lot of things happening there as well. So that's very different to kind of the structure and the set tempo mm. that I'm used to. Actually, for me, I have quite a different experience because in our company, mm. they're quite strict on schedule and stuff like that. We did have quite a few meetings that were canceled, but I would say not more than in Copenhagen when someone just has something that comes up that's more mm. important than talking to you, let's say. I think it was pretty funny because the first day when we arrived, we got introduced to like the working culture, etc., of the team. It was actually a really nice like experience to have that. And <laughs> the manager of the team told us like at least 10 times, schedule is schedule, meetings are on time. 10 does not mean 10.30. And then in the end he said, I think you guys are maybe a bit more used to it, but for us, we have to repeat it yeah. more than right. once. So I think it's definitely like, we can see that the schedules are a bit different uh, yeah. here. Okay, we've spoken a bit about the more schedule things and, and whatnot, but how have you been able to manage your, your feelings and just your emotions throughout the last two weeks? At least for me, I think my, my energy and my, my guard was very up before arriving in India because, you know, it's so much energy going into what am I eating? Like, can I eat this? Can I drink this? being around 30 students every day, um, you know, kind of not having your own space to rejuvenate and recoup and wanting to take in all the impressions. How have you been managing that and how do you feel now? So actually, I think for me, my emotions have completely shifted from since the, like from the beginning to now, I would say. At first, as you were saying, there was a lot on like being careful about the traffic, being what am I eating, what am I not eating, etc. Managing all the different people, getting to know the people as well, because we are in a group of 30 people that we met maybe twice in class, but really yeah. realistically i have not spoken or had a conversation with any uh, of them before honestly almost i basically didn't know anyone from the class and now i'm showering naked with people exactly i mean it's <laughs> the level of growth and personal connection exactly. has skyrocketed now the emotions have completely shifted also because my group has not have had really reflection sessions on the first week when we were here because just for context we have reflection sessions every day to like talk about our emotions and what we feel etc about the whole experience and so our professor decided that we're going to double on the second week the reflections that we have in our group so we've been having morning reflections individual reflections and I think I've never felt so emotionally like uh... <laughs> I, sp I spoke to um, a few of the other girls that are here and I'm like how, how are you girls all doing with the reflection sessions and one of them explained it so well she was like Dom I feel like I'm in an emotional hangover I've been just speaking and speaking and reflecting and crying and going through this roller coaster of events that she's like, I'm just emotionally hungover now. I mean, it's great. It's cathartic a lot of the time, but it does use a lot of energy as well. Absolutely. And also being with 30 people, right? Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Nilo? How have you been I mean, been personally, able to I, I, can, I can't relate to uh, the shared showering part, but, <laughs> <laughs> but overall, like the emotional journey has been very intense so far. And I 100% relate to having that guard up 
when you land, right? Mm. And like I actually said in one of the previous episodes that the food is something that I'm a bit sketched out of and in terms of the street food itself, right? I'm just using this as an example from the past, but you kind of learn to live in the present and find and see kind of what will suit you even in the local context. So I've, I've gone from there to actually eating street food and for example, Frankie's, that, that I have to shout out to Frankie's. Yeah, tell them about Frankie's, yeah. honestly, best Frankie's, street food place yeah. ever. If, if you're ever in or around Hyderabad, you have to try Frankie's, that's it. But it's like, um, even shifting from kind of looking at not ordering ice in drinks or whatever, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of over that. But then it's like, and you can't really keep it up because it's so... It's too it, exhausting. It's, yeah, it's too exhausting on a personal level. Just like it gets you. If you think, have to think about your <laughs> every single next move, right? Yeah, you have exactly. to kind of let go. And I think I think a really yeah. good way of also explaining that is is learning to just have to trust. Mm -hmm. And I think for me, where I really felt, I think for Nilo, that's definitely the food. <laughs> I think for me, it was really scary navigating the traffic. Mm. The more that we integrate, and the the more this becomes every day in its life, it's you just have to kind of surrender into the experience. Mm. And yeah. I think some people maybe surrender faster and they've adjusted more quickly. I think maybe others are still maybe holding on to their way of doing stuff like in Copenhagen more and maybe are missing the structure and other things from home, but I... Yeah, but I think it's also, our professor loved to talk about this also before going to India about like how you have to experience stuff. Sometimes you just have to experience it. It just, it can't be someone just telling you about it. You have just to live the moment and see how you will react to it and then make your own opinion about it kind of and I can you really... do you want to share something that you feel like people have told you about it but you only really understood it when you experienced it the best example for me is literally a whole like chaos situation like everyone tries to explain it to you how like there's a lot of people in the streets and the traffic and everything you can't really understand what it is mm. until you really see it but it's also like I've been a bit, uh, because everyone is, seems to make a whole fuzz about it, and I completely understand, I guess everyone has their individual, but for me it's almost have been like a, it's been a positive experience, a lot of things going on, a lot of colors, so mm. I mean that's a great example for me of how like, I would have come here with maybe a more, a little more negative opinion about it, but yeah. just because I just lived it and trusted, I just, I actually enjoy it so much. Maybe there's some things that I'm still scared yeah. of. But it's funny though how your mind, like the mindset of that, because I feel like we were almost kind of scared a bit, like people warning us about coming here and trying to create the experience for us. Like it's going to be like this. People are going to be difficult to communicate with. It is going to be hard to get your point across mm -hmm. and all these different kind of cultural norms or the way of how Hyderabad is. And I think... As you just said, Charlotte, and now us experiencing it, I'm like, sure, it's been very different, but I feel that I really like many aspects of it and I feel very at home in the in the organized chaos I, of I it all. I feel like this also is partly due to the nature of our time here, right? Because mm -hmm. we're, we're not here on a touristic vacation or to see the culture from kind of the top level, right? We're all in day-to-day -day operations in local startups yeah. or companies and i believe that that aspect also brings something more into experiencing 
the world outside. For example, us and Diwali getting invited to one of our co-employees' uh, home yeah. to celebrate. That brought up a whole different aspect of the culture itself and actually having a local explain you the meaning of Diwali, opening up their ha house, opening up their family, you know, inviting yeah. us, wow. sharing food. So it, yeah, it's a really, really powerful experience. Well, because we were a part of this work network, being welcomed and having, you know, people to actually converse with. I agree. I actually think I'm really, really grateful to be here with locals and people that work here and enjoy the city and they they've i've honestly learned so much from them and i don't i could have never learned so much mm. and have the same experience if i was just here as like a, a tourist and there was so many things that i would have not understood and also like I mean, even like this afternoon, we're going to see cricket final with people from the company. Yes, Australia versus India. Exactly. <laughs> it's Wild. the World Cup and it's the final. And I feel like if there's some people I want to experience this with, it's yeah. locals because cricket is the local sport. And yeah, yeah. it's really great. To, and I'm really, really grateful that we actually get to experience this way. And I don't think I would have wanted to do it I any other I completely way. Like, Nilo, exactly what you said. No, I think if we came... If we came here as a bunch of tourists, because there was one point where I was like, why are we not coming earlier for vacation? I think that we need this to to bond with each other and also explore and get more, I don't know, more integrated. But I'm like, no, the integration came from us being shoved into work immediately and meeting people at work mm -hmm. and having to learn how to work with each other. I think that it just accelerated our um, integration process. And I don't think that we would have had the same experience than if we just came to Mali around on a cultural trip. But I mean, we've done a lot of cultural things as well, which is fantastic. But I think um, just to steer the conversation in the next direction, I'm really interested to hear um, from both of you about your perception of failure so far and have you had any uh, fear of failure going into this kind of theme of this episode and failure in itself i first didn't really know uh, what to discuss or even in itself looking at the the storyline of the podcast itself this episode was something that i really didn't know what to touch upon right so that was before but now with the mm. couple of weeks here kind of shifts your mind in relation to failure as well because i i feel like you don't have to take failure so personally that's something that i've maybe understood it, it is a part of life it's inevitable in some sense right i feel like there's a good and a bad way to fail itself and saying that i mean bringing out ideas and trying to communicate within the company working around your own mind space within the project some of these things that uh, are a part of it for example the ideation and just trying to share communicate ideas either within the group or to the company side have brought failures and that's something that for me before i used to think about it more as just like um stepping stone in the process but there used to be a personal aspect to it what do you mean by the personal aspect within some project if some milestone whatever would not go as planned or would be delayed you know i i, I would 
get frustrated over it. But here it's more being about, okay, this happened, how can we deal with it, right? Like, for example, going back to the time management here, that's something that I feel like you could see as a failure in yeah. in itself in in kind of this previous mindset that I've been in, yeah. but now it's, it's like more failing by not meeting your expectations. Right, right, exactly, and it, it's more more about okay, how do we adapt to this? And that that can be as simple of a thing that you're planning to have a thirty-five hour work week, and in, instead because of just calendar stuff coming up traffic, whatever chaos in the space, it reduces that to, let's say, half of it. That is something that stops you from reaching those milestones you wanted. And now it's become more like, okay, well, how do we deal with it? So shift in the mindset itself. Yeah. For me, if I can add, like, on all the business and company-related stuff, I I'm completely agree with uh, all of what has been said. And also, like... I've been learning to navigate small little failures in the company. But if I may say, I had like a new sense of like scared of failure that came up during this trip for me. It was about everyone is talking about like personal growth and like yeah. you have to develop and we're having these reflections and what are we learning from the company? And I feel like I'm getting a lot of information and learning so much, etc. But it's, I'm almost scared to fail. Thank you for verbalizing it like that because I feel I've had the yeah. same. It almost, I definitely know that we are growing. I can feel it. I mean, we Nilo knows our group has had enough tears and crying going on. So I definitely think we are evolving. But there, there is a bit of a pressure to, I feel like I need to leave India being a completely new <laughs> person. Really I'm like, we can't right? all be the Dalai Lama coming out of here. <laughs> like it's, I don't think that that's the way to go. But I think that we're going to figure that out Absolutely. the more and more we go. And also maybe when we come home. Yeah. But yeah, I, I've definitely been like trying to navigate this care of like, it's, mm. I just been thinking about this the past two days of like, failing this personal growth uh, because failing myself <laughs> yeah <laughs> because i really got over the business part i would say yeah. but this is something i'm still trying to like uh yeah that's work a really on. interesting aspect actually i i just want to touch on that quickly yeah. is that we, we keep i i i didn't think about failure in that sense but now that you say it uh, maybe i see some components in it because journaling reflecting all of these tasks and kind of processing, just kind of like digesting everything that's shot at you. Yeah. Like at the same time, of course it enables the learning journey itself, but it's a barrier as well. Yeah. Because I, I feel like I'm a stuffed bird, you know, it's just, a, <laughs> just a yeah. getting fed yeah. with Im impressions all the time and just yeah. like, yeah. Exactly. And actually- And like trying to like, f yeah, I don't know, take them in properly. Yeah. Like there's like a precise way that we have exactly. to reflect and precise way in which we should be meditating and yeah I, I agree. if I can share a little experience I've been told by the professor in one of these reflection sessions to maybe observe for example some particular person or something about me was like very mm. specific because I'm not so sure what I'm supposed to observe what I'm supposed to feel etc it's been a bit hard to like almost scared to like go back to the professor and and be like yeah. okay 
did I achieve the task? Yeah. Because I don't really understand what the task I, is about I think, sometimes. I, I think that's so valid. And I also think just one last thing that I'd also like to share is I feel when I'm hearing in the reflection sections, people are so, I don't know, aware of these like different, like you're saying, observe something else, observe from the outside or, or whatnot. Whereas I feel I'm more growing from maybe painful experiences are coming up that I'm journaling about or whatnot. So I feel like I'm having this big personal growth, but I don't know if it's connecting to what we're doing in class. Do you guys get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I completely join you on this point. I yeah. think uh, it's been hard to also navigate this like connection. Yeah, and uh, yeah. also we have this presentation next week about what we've done. And it's also hard to... I don't know what I'm supposed to talk about, like how I'm supposed to connect all of this together. It's all puzzle pieces yeah. that I, yeah. I'm trying to still put And you know, as the dancer would probably say, maybe the puzzle is not yet complete. I would assume he would say something like that. <laughs> so I think that is a great place for us to dot, 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 and we see how this will all unravel. Yeah. We'll see you, um, we'll do one more episode from Hyderabad, actually. Um, me, myself, I won't be in that episode. It'll be only the girls with a guest of ours. Yes. And I'll see you guys next time in Rishikesh. Nice. Uh, exciting. Alrighty.